0: What would it take to get you back in the office? There's a story in the Wall Street Journal today, and it says one thing employers are doing. uh, I'll finish this sentence, and then I'll just be exasperated. One thing employers are doing is uh, trying to pump in pleasant smells into the office place to get people to have a more rich, positive experience at the office. Now I'm going to act my age. Watch this. You know, when I first started out, Here's what they did to entice you to get back into the office place. A paycheck, okay? <laughs> it's that a little, a bit like OB there. <laughs> you people! <laughs> and the thing that I got to keep reminding myself of is just because we did it that way then doesn't mean it was the best way. Isn't that true about so many things? I mean, yeah, I went to work that way and you did too, but... If they had a ping pong table or a sous chef or pine scent wafting through the vents, maybe that that would have been better. And there's no reason not to be better if you can. That's the other thing. Well, you don't have to do that though. No, you don't have to. But all right, let's just all get out a stick and hit each other in the head with it. Or we could stop. Let's just make it better if we can. So they had a survey. and they said, what is the number one perk or thing in the office that would encourage you to go back to work? And it could be anything we could do for you at home, anywhere. I mean, what, what, what can we do to get you back in the office? What's the number one thing? A question that would never even occur to a previous generation of employers, bosses, and managers. Free daycare. Oh, that's awesome. That's not number one on the list. I would go with what Bob said, snacks. That was my guess. And, you know, not just snacks. Like, they could have some chips and sodas in an area, but um, I just don't want Funyuns. I want a nice lunch, like just a a salad chef and maybe a sandwich. Sandwich, and there would be a a kitchen, and they're making it. Hey, what would you like, Dave? And I don't know what it would cost him, but it's no charge to you. And maybe there's a mileage charge. But, I mean, it's not much. It's like nothing. How much would that cost him? I don't know. I don't know. And then figure it out, bosses. Okay, that would work for me. I'm here anyway. Don't worry about it. But that's not number one. Think about that. Maybe you want to call or text 312-981-7200. I'll give you the answer in a second, but tell me what would work for you. 312-981-7200. Number one perk. This according to a survey in November. It says here, the number one perk that would get people to return in person more often is what? Hey, Barbara, you're on WGN Radio. What do you guess? We're thinking flexible hours. So what, what does that mean to you, flexible hours? That means flexible hours. If I want to come in at 5 in the morning and do my 8 hours and leave at 3 in the afternoon, that's okay, if I want to come in at four in the afternoon and work till, let's see, that would be midnight, Yeah. because that covers a whole lot of bases as far as childcare. And actually, John, I have to be honest with you, we're in the car, and it was Jerry's guess, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell Jerry that's an excellent guess, but it is not correct. Oh, no! All right. Well, we'll keep listening. Childcare. No, they already said child <laughs> you No, know we'll, we'll try to come up with something else, but we're both retired. He's 83, and I'm 78. It but sounds like you've got so some free time there. All right. Uh, Barbara, you and Jerry drive safe, keep okay. listening, and thank you for calling in. Thank you. Have a good day, John. I want to be in my 70s and 80s and sound like that. I just want to be in my 70s and 80s. The correct answer, according to a survey, is company covering commuting costs. The company covering commuting costs. Really? 38%. Pete had a twist on that. Pete's idea was that, say you're an hourly employee, commute time counts as being punched in. So door-to-door is what we're talking about, right, People, oh, I like that. That would be good. I mean, because otherwise, I could just start working right now from home, or I could start working right now by getting in the car and coming to the office. But either way, I'm committing to you, boss. I don't know if that's going to fly in the wind when you're running up the flagpole, but that's what the number one perk would be to get people to enthusiastically come back to the office covering commuting costs. Number two, just behind that, more privacy at the office, say 34% versus 38. One in four workers also say an office dress code is hampering their return. 24% of workers said they'd be more accommodating of return to work requirements if they were able to wear whatever I want. I'll tell you what, I've seen people and I think they're doing that already. Have you been to an airport or in anywhere? It seems like care about dress is so 1990s. It just doesn't seem to be something people stress about anymore. They say the cost of gas, parking, and public transit aren't the only things keeping people from returning to the office. But... They say when you add it all up, the average person is spending over $50 a day when they go into a place to work. $16 for lunch, $14 for commuting, $13 for breakfast and coffee, $8 for parking. All expenses that maybe you incur while not working at home. Now I know you don't have to have a Starbucks coffee. And you don't have to buy lunch or breakfast out or however you're doing that. And you've got commuting and parking expenses there. If you're taking the train, maybe you don't have to park, but maybe you drive to the train. All I'm telling you is that full-time office workers spend roughly $1,020 every month to report to the workplace. $1,020 a month to report to the workplace. If you if you do come to an office downtown and pay to park, you 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 absolutely understand that. Hybrid workers spend four hundred eight dollars a month on attendance. The math works out about right on that. If you're coming downtown two or three times a day a week, uh, I always thought the ping pong table was just the coolest thing. That that would get me to come into the office if I wasn't. I always thought that looked we pretty had good. one. Yeah. In the 90s I want to say when we were at first floor tribune tower we had a ping pong table maybe you remember it Dave yes. I do I do And, and up here we have um, we have the table bowling
1: where do we have pool that? Table well, the pool table
0: up on the floor. 30th floor yeah, well we're on the 18th floor Okay, it's 12 floors. And I know we have an elevator, but I want, <laughs> yes, to, we do. I we want to just several. be walking by and see Steve or Dave and go, hey, hey, Dave, pick up a paddle. Let's go. We do that for 10 minutes. And the other thing is, if we're playing ping pong, nobody looks askance at us like, okay, you guys are just goofing around playing ping pong. We got to get these commercials cut or we got to get this show produced. I don't know how that works. Years ago when uh, Google moved into Chicago, they were right across from Harriet Carey's. Sure, I toured their office. Yeah, I got a tour from a friend there, too. Oh, my gosh. Not only do they have their own uh, restaurant in there. Yes. Free. charge, Yes. They had nap pods. They had a game room. They had laundry. Food stations. They had food stations. You thought, I would die to work here. Here's the thing. They want you to die working there. <laughs> yes. That's the truth. I mean, yeah, I knew someone who worked at Google, and the work-life balance was much more tipped towards work. That was the culture, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea that you'd be there for eight hours, and six of them would be working, and two of them would be snacking and exercising, they weren't buying that. Yeah. Bring your laundry. <laughs> but, John, here's what would get me to come back to the office: control of the thermostat. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Flexibility to work home on days I choose. John, a raise is an obvious answer to getting workers back to the office, but what about paying for travel and or parking? John, do you want your employer to require you to live in Chicago? No, I don't. I don't think you should do that for police officers either. My company just put a really nice golf simulator into our gymnasium, says Eric. Oh, that would be kind of fun. You got 15 minutes? Run down the hall, throw out your back, come on back. I think that would be fun. Do you have a gymnasium? Evidently, yes, they do. <laughs> Again, we have one here. It's not convenient. It's on the 30th floor. It's, yeah, it's 12 stories above us. doesn't have a basketball hoop. It does not. It's all I want. John, you talk about relaxed clothing choices in the workplace these days. We were recently on vacation in the Florida Keys. I wore a polo shirt and shorts to dinner out, and I felt really overdressed. Just about all the other guys were wearing T-shirts. Hey, John Williams, I would hate to have nice smells piped into our office. What would make me feel better about being in the office every day? A recognition that there is still plenty of capital letters now, COVID, around, And people who are sick should stay home or at least wear a mask if they're sniffy. Sniffy? It says here on this thing. Mm -hmm. This person sounds a little sniffy. They said from 219, as an incentive to bring me back to the office, it would be nice to have less stupid people working next to me at the office, interfering with me doing my tasks. Thank you. That wasn't you, was it? (laughs) It was not. It was a person who you think should just stay at home. Do your job there. John, number one for workplace for me would be clean, safe air. A shorter workday would get a lot of people back in. A nice salad bar with sushi, said another. Free parking or transit passes has been requested. John, I was told by the owner of the small company I worked for back when Illinois opened up back after COVID, after the shutdown, everyone comes back to work in the office because I want to see people at their desks because you don't have a job. So now I'm back at my desk, signed Brian, aged 54. Doesn't sound like a boss who's really dialed into the emotional and physical needs of their people. I think if they had a pickleball court around here, that would be a lot of fun. You could play a little pickleball without working up too much sweat, and what's more fun than that? No? And uh, well, well, I think that'd be great, but I don't know about the not working up much sweat, sweat. Yeah. and are you going to... Have shower facilities. Well, you, Mr. Gymnasium, I mean, I don't know how you do it when you run on the treadmill upstairs, but I mean, there ought to be some way to accommodate they Well, they have, they have facilities. Well, that's there. what I mean. So yeah. we'll have to pipe in some showers. But you don't want to go up 12 floors. <laughs> I don't. I don't. It's not convenient. John, I worked facility maintenance for a large pharmaceutical company years ago. One of the funniest things we did in one of the large offices is install a placebo thermostat. Okay, that's evil. (laughs) I love that. The people would complain about the temperature, so we would open up the locked cover and make them change it to something that they wanted. And then we'd come back later, and they'd say, this is so much better, thank you, according to uh, 815. Okay, that's just evil. That's, that's, That's not right. John, everyone should get to the office next story says 262 Uh, you know it's funny there are so many things that americans are so divided on and office or home is is now one of them and then you know there's us middle children who say well how about a hybrid four days and one there's no way owners or bosses would want to see their employees playing games and getting paid for it the idea of video games pickleball ping pong I think having cell phones is enough distraction for employees and employers. This whole subject about enticing people to come to work is silly, says 847. I recall a manager requested an employee to work in New Orleans and the employee didn't want to go. The vice president said, well, your paycheck is going to be in New Orleans. It's up to you to pick it up. Okay, but see, that's that's also the problem, right? I mean, that's why we shouldn't say that the way things used to be is the way they should. Because that's crap. Uh, You know, if if your position has really changed or if you really have to go to New Orleans, then they ought to find a way to accommodate you or at least ease you out. But that sort of, hey I'm dropping your check in New Orleans, do you want it, is the old-school hard-headed way and I don't think that's right either. John, if they had an area at the office where I could take a nap, that would work for me. Well, that's another one. What would you rather see your employees do, playing ping pong or napping? I'm an airline pilot, and they don't let us work from home, John. (laughs) Well, that's the other thing, right? If you work in a factory, if you work at school, I mean, there's so many jobs where I don't know what the percentage is, but I don't know, probably half or more than half of the jobs out there, of course you have to be there. You work at a restaurant. You can't work from home.